Thank you for joining us for the All Access Coaches Corner podcast. We are so excited to continue serving coaches, sharing their stories, and spotlighting their programs. Stay connected as we bring you more special guests and more real conversations covering all aspects of the game. You can find our show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you like to get your podcasts. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at allaccess underscore cc. Subscribe to the All Access Network YouTube channel and join us in the All Access Coaches Corner. Today we sit down with Adam Nelson from HoopDirt.com. Adam is a husband and father of four from Boston, Massachusetts, a longtime college basketball coach, now turned blogger, podcaster, broadcaster, and founder of HoopDirt.com. Known as the Dirt King, Adam takes us through his coaching journey, how he started the website, how much traffic the website actually has, and why it is the most visited website in college basketball. The surprise to most people will be the reason why he does it all and what his biggest motivation is through it all. I want to take time to acknowledge one of our partners, Rising Coaches. Every coach wants to rise in their career in one way or another. We're all looking for professional development, access to tools, and relationships that can help us grow and help us advance in our career. Rising Coaches provides just that. You can visit Rising Coaches at www.risingcoaches.com. Their memberships are just $10 a month and provides a genuine community to help you grow and advance in your career. Hello, welcome to All Access Coaches Corner podcast. Excited to have uh, a really special guest that most of us may know from uh, from Twitter, but we don't actually know much about his story. So uh, I would like to, my guest to welcome himself, although our podcast recording, you already know who it is, but I'll let him kind of introduce himself and say who he is. Ready, set, go. <laughs> well, thank you, Brian. I, I appreciate you having me on tonight. Um, looking forward to it. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm Adam Nelson. A lot of people uh, know me from HoopDirt.com. Yeah, I'm the I'm the uh, the guy behind HoopDirt.com. Spent my entire career as a college basketball coach and um, kind of pivoted to get out of it because I love doing this um, and and I love being able to help coaches and um, use my experience as a coach and the stuff that I've been through and and I get it. I've been where coaches are and. Um, you know, I just, you know, I've, I've been in college basketball my whole life yep. and, and I love, I love what I've done and I love what I do now. Um, and that's me, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a simple guy. There's not a lot to it. Um, you know, I, a lot of people will, will reach out to me on Twitter. Um, I talk to a lot of guys and I'm honest with a lot of guys and they know it. If you, if you want to reach out, you know, my, my phone number is all over the place on, on, uh, on hoop dirt. People call me, text me, shoot me messages on, uh, on Twitter. I'm always going to respond. I'm going to talk to as many coaches as I can. And that's me. You know, I, I want to, um, I, I like, I like talking to coaches. I like trying to help them. Um, and, and that, and that's what we do. So that's, uh, that's me. Not too exciting, Brian, but that's me. No, that's, that's me. <laughs> I think most people wouldn't really know. So I'm just glad you came on. I'm glad people get a chance to really kind of get to know the story behind who you are, because I think, you know, whether you know it or not, I mean, Hoop dirt is a, is it's a thing, you know. What I mean, it's a, it's a for some people it's a daily fix, 
for coaches, right? It's become something that is uh, such a uh, consistent part of the community and such a place that people go for as a source of information, uh, whether it be good or bad or just, hey, what could be possibly happening, you know? And people kind of know, too, there's kind of like that saying in the community of coaches is like, well, if it's on hoop dirt, you know it's already happened. Or if a job is posted, hey, you know that job's probably already filled. It's just not hitting hoop dirt. We're behind, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, anyway, I, uh, tell people about the, the coaching journey for you because most people wouldn't know that you coach. So, I think you said 20 years in the coaching game and you've kind of been around sports your whole life. Tell us a little bit about your journey and coaching and, and that whole part of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's, you know, it's kind you of. Me, you see me disappear a little bit and I may just full screen for you. So don't get intimidated. Oh boy. I'm gone. Oh boy. Okay. I'm <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you know, that's kind of what, what, you know, what, what started hoopdirt.com was, was my journey in coaching. Um, you know, I spent, you know, since I was um, 18 years old, um, started working at the, at the high major level as a student was lucky to do so. Um, and that kind of really started my, my journey. Um, you know, started as, as a student at the university of South Carolina, then moved on to Boston College, worked for, for two really good uh, high major Division One programs. Learned a lot at, at South Carolina under Eddie Fogler. Learned a lot at the University at Boston College under Jim O'Brien, and, and it really you know helped me get into coaching. Um, and that's you know what I did and you know, what I've done for my whole career is, is coaching at the college level. Um, you know, I, I kind of parlayed those early high major experiences um, in, into my first kind of real job out of college. I was a uh, lowly division three assistant coach uh, at a small school called uh, Curry college out in Milton, Massachusetts. Um, I was a 22, 23 year old young guy. And our head coach was uh, Pat scary. Pat's now the head coach of Towson. Pat was 26. I was 22, 23. Um, and the two of us spent a lot of time, you know, a couple of years together running around new England, recruiting everybody possible. Um, so I learned a ton, um, uh, you know, early on working for, for Pat and was able to, to use that experience work, working for Pat and learning how to recruit and, and move on to a couple of Division One jobs. Um, became an assistant at Holy Cross, uh, then moved on to Northeastern where I was an assistant. You know, spent, spent some time at the Division One level and enjoyed it. And, and after that, I actually spent 15 years as a small college uh, head coach uh, at, at a bunch of different stops and, uh, you know, enjoyed it. Uh, it's a lot different at the Division Three level. Um, there's no live period, no dead period. You're just recruiting all the time. So it, it was a challenge. My wife and I started having a family. We have four kids now. Um, division three basketball is a lot different. So kind of as I was, you know, on my journey as a division three head coach, um, the idea of hoop dirt came up, um, you know, and I kind of used it, long story, but, but, um, you know, I, I use, I've always been known as like the dirt guy, you know, as I was coaching, I knew what was going on. I knew who was going where. Um, and that just kind of, you know, the reputation I had as a young guy um, and really and kind of learning from some of my mentors, like that's, you know, you got to know people. Um, so, you know, I, I had a, uh, an assistant coach of mine at the time who was a former player of mine. Um, one day said, you know, coach, you know, all this stuff, you know, why, why, don't, why don't we put it on a website? You know, why don't you put your information up on a website? Guys will like to hear it. I was like, yeah, you know, okay, maybe, maybe, you know, and that was 2008. Um, so maybe a good idea. Let's try it. At the time, my brother-in-law was a, a, or still is, but he was, he was um, working as a web 
designer, whatever. So he built a website for us. You know, it was like a one-page blog, and we started putting stuff up back in 2008. And then um, all of a sudden, you know, the stuff got a little better and a little better and started growing and growing and growing. Um, and it kind of took off to, to what it is now, what it is today, where we, we've definitely grown um, during our, our busiest season, which is the off-season of college basketball. We average about 3 million page views per month. Um, you know, our, our Twitter following's gotten bigger. Social media has gotten bigger. Um, but it's really – you know, I, I've enjoyed it, um, you know, since I've, re- since we've really started cranking it up, you know, I've gotten out of coaching, um, you know, and, and I really enjoy being able now to, to work with coaches. You know, I think one of the things that, that, w- that was intentional wh- while I was coaching, you know, people didn't know me, you know, they know that kind of dirt King. That's who I was. I was the dirt King and that's all they knew. They, they didn't know me. Um, and, and I always felt it was hard as I was coaching um, I didn't really want people to know who I was, you know, I was just kind of doing this, but, but now that I got out, it makes it a lot easier. Um, I actually get a lot more information because people know me. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a face behind it now. I can call people. Um, I can talk to them. So it, it makes it, it makes it easier now that I'm not coaching that, um, that, that people know who I am. So, um, yeah, so it, it's gotten, um, you know, it, it's growing and, uh, and I like it. And, and like you said, I mean, I, you know, I hear from guys all the time that, that tell me they're on it first thing in the morning. They're on it all the time. Right. Um, and, and that, and to be honest, that, that's the goal of hoopdirt.com. Like we, we want to, we want to help coaches. Uh, you know, that's what we're here for. I, you know, I want to help coaches move. Um, I want to help them that, you know, in whatever way I can, whatever advice we can get, give them, uh, you know, I've been through it. Like I said, I was a, a lowly division three assistant, you know, my first year as a division three assistant, I got paid zero, um, I got paid, you know, $1,500 for being like the assistant lacrosse coach to get me a little bit of money, you know? And, and so I've kind of made it up and I've worked you know, through all, all the levels and all the, the, um, you know, I've kind of seen it all. And, and I want to kind of use my experience to, to help the younger guys and even the older guys in the business, whatever they need, we want to help. Right. Um, so that's kind of, that's, that, that's the, the, the journey of, that's the journey of how we got here. Yeah, it's a real journey. I think most people again wouldn't wouldn't probably believe or think that they probably just yeah. that you're a guy who. I mean, I don't. I can't say speak for other people, but most people probably wouldn't know that you were not only uh, at the highest level and you saw that, and you worked for a guy like Eddie Fogler, who now has you know is a is a big influence in the game as a search firm uh, consultant, and you know you mentioned Pat Scurry, who's obviously a really successful coach at Towson, uh, and then you were head coach yourself. You know, you're a Division One assistant. I think you said Holy Cross. Is that right? Yep, I was at Holy Cross. I was at Northeastern. Yep. Yep. Two, two, two good programs in Northeastern, a high level. Colonial, if I'm not mistaken, right? Listen, Brian, I'm older, man. We were in the America East back then. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm an old guy. That's all right. That's all right. That's all right. Still, still good basketball being played, man. You're back there yeah. in your hometown of Boston. And, uh, yeah, you said, you said a few things, man. Being a head coach, I mean, even – I think you said 15 years. 15 years, yep. 15 years. So you sat, not only have you been in this business, but you've sat in that seat. You know, even though it's Division Three, I played Division Two and Division Three, yep. so I have great appreciation for that level. And, uh, yeah. you know, the not having the uh, the live period can be a good thing and sometimes can be not a good thing because you can always be working. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I love the fact that uh, that it was kind of not, not really – usually when we end up in these lanes like you are and like I'm transitioning to and fortunate to – it's not something that you did by design. You know, it's kind of like maybe you had a gift, maybe you had a strength, maybe you had something that you did and that you were known for, and maybe you didn't. Uh, and then next thing you know, you just kind of accidentally fall in this space and it's like, all right, I guess this is what I do now. <laughs> mm-hmm. So super cool to, to hear that. And, and I think most people probably wouldn't know maybe because of the name, maybe because of just, 
sometimes the information that is shared is the real stuff. So sometimes people wouldn't know that, that your design is to help people and you've been in that seat. And, you know, we've had a lot of communication even before I was in this space, even when I was a coach. I mean, phenomenal. I think behind the scenes, that's part of the reason why I wanted to have you on is like this dude is like really helpful and wants to work with you and wants to uh, let you have a chance to um, I don't want to say control your narrative, but just have the timing you may want to have or avoid the timing you don't want to have. You know, and I think that's half the battle and some things you don't want out to the whole world all the time. So the fact that, uh, you know, you, you've been great, uh, I'm sure to many coaches, but I've definitely had some communications. I know friends of mine have asked like, man, you got any suggestions on how I like, man, just call him. That's what I did. You know, he's, he's super helpful. So next thing you know, um, you know, guys are getting help. So I love that you shared that part of it. Three million page views per month. That's unheard of. Yeah, it's a nice number. We're happy. We're happy about that number. It's taken a long time to get there. Yeah, it's um, incredible. Yeah, it's it's a good, you know, it, it's yeah, like I said, it, it's taking a while to get there. But but like you said though, it, 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 a lot of it is is you know because I care about it. You know, I really do, right. and, and I really do want to help coaches. Um, you know, yes, we like getting the stuff out there. Um, yes, I love coming on podcasts and radio and TV and whatever else I do. I love absolutely love that stuff. But but you know, the ultimate goal is is yeah, to, to help coaches. And, and like you said, um, yeah, I, I definitely talked to you a lot, you know, in the last couple of years about stuff and all guys have to do is reach out to me and, and I'm happy to talk to them about whatever. Um, and, and something else you mentioned too, um, you know, the, the stuff you read on hoop dirt, um, you know, it's, it's all good stuff. You know, the rumors like they're, you know, they're double, triple check, no problem. We've got good jobs news. Um, but I tell people this all the time, probably about, you know, 60% of the stuff that, that guys tell me never makes it up there. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of the stuff that, that I'll do is kind of like this information trading on the back end. You yeah. know, guys will tell me like, Hey, so-and-so's happening, you know, here you, you can't, you got to keep it quiet though, because I don't want it to get out. Hey, no problem. Right. You know, I'll keep right. stuff quiet because then I know somebody owes me something down the road. Right. right. You know, and that's kind of, you know, um, you know, I've made a lot of, a lot of really good connections over my career. And then as Hoopter, it's kind of taken off. I've made a lot of, a lot more really good connections. Right. Um, and that, so that's what I enjoy doing. I enjoy meeting new people. I enjoy, you know, using the connections. Um, but, but another big thing is, you, you know, we're, I always say the time, we're here to help people. I keep saying that. Yeah. Um, but if guys ask me to do something, I'm going to do something for them because I don't want to jam them up. You know, for, for example, recently small college head coach resigned. Um, you know, I got a lot of numbers in my phone. So I heard that he resigned. I texted him, confirmed it. But, but he said, you know, can you, wait, I'm telling my team tonight, can you please wait before you put it out there? Right. And I said, absolutely. Like, I don't want to do anything to hurt you, jam you up, make you look bad. Um, just do me a favor, shoot me a text after you tell your team and I'll get it up then. You yeah. know, so and that, that's the stuff where, you know, I, you know, I, I want to get the information out and I know guys want to hear it, but I also don't want it to, to put guys in a bad spot. Yeah. Um, you know, there's definitely been stuff that I've had over the years where like, I'll kick myself for sitting on it because, you know, some of these national guys might come out with it first, but you know, one of my, one of my things that I tell a lot of people is I'd, I'd rather be, I'd rather be right the than be first. first. Yep. You know, I'd rather be right. I want to get, I want to get my information right. And you know what, if I don't break something, if something has it, someone has it before me, if I had it and I couldn't go with it, Hey, that's fine. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not. 
you know, sometimes I think I get too competitive with some of these national sports guys on Twitter and this and that. Listen, that's their job. That, you know, they, they went to school for this. That's right. Listen, I'm just an old coach just trying to figure stuff out. You know, if one of those guys wants to break something great, um, I would rather sit on something and not hurt a coach um, th- than get it out. And like I said, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that, that we don't put up on there. But, you know, Brian, like you said, you know, if if someone wants to text me a question, I'll tell them. <laughs> Right. You know, that's the stuff that we'll talk about, you know, offline. I'm happy to to, to answer any questions or, or give my opinions. Then I think that's the one thing that I, that I don't do a lot on, on, on the website is I don't offer opinion. Um, right. The stuff, you know, again, the news and jobs are different. That's stuff that's out there in the public, no problem. Yep, but yep. but the, the dirt, you know, our rumors, the stuff I put up there is double and triple checked of stuff that is happening or going on. Um, right. You know, very rarely do I put put my opinion. Uh, and to be quite honest with you, that's going to change a little bit in the future. You know, as we start growing or continue to grow, um, I think, you know, I'm going to do, you know, some more opinion type type things where, yeah. you know, yeah. given my ideas on where I think jobs are headed or where jobs should head, yeah. um, you know, for the for for the most part, the dirt, um, you know, all the stuff that, that I do is is I write it. Then I publish it, um, and I think we're we're actually head towards some more of the the, the podcast pre recorded and even live stuff, where instead of me sitting down to write a blog, I might just pop on real quick, boom boom boom, say here's what we got today and move on. Um, yeah. You know, I think it's you know as as technology develops, I think that's kind of where we're headed a little bit. Right. Um, so kind of you know excited about where we're headed, um, but we're, we're still you know the message of, of of helping coaches with good information. Yeah, you uh, I, I can remember my first time uh, when we connected that I remember. I was at Lamar. I was in Cincinnati Lamar, and I was going to go to Fresno State. And it was kind of in that time period where Fresno had already started school. A lot of people had already started school. We just finished our four and two at Lamar. And I don't know if you reached out to me first to confirm it. I think you did. And I, and I, I, showed, I had a lot of respect for you on that because it's like, oh, he's not just going to run with it. And then I actually asked then, like, hey, can you hold off? Because my head coach kind of wants to wait because of who he's looking to hire next and the whole thing. And you were fantastic, you know. And then from there, I got more confidence as it went on. So then, like, stuff happened, whether it's good, bad, jobs, like you said, conversation. Uh, I would just, you know, send a message. You would be great. And I think I was always surprised every time because my perception (laughs) of what I probably thought. And, you know, to be honest, what this business is, there's not a lot of people that are – truly okay with what you said which is so powerful in my opinion of i'd rather be right than be first and if i'm not the first one to break the story i'm okay with that because it's not really about that so and you being in that seat probably is a reason why you have that perspective and you have that approach and that mission but man it's not like that out there it's it's, it's a shark business we know that you know it's, it's those waters can get real so uh, i definitely have so much respect and appreciation for how you're doing it and now that you're shedding more light on it, it makes so much sense. So you touched on, I was going to get to this later, but you touched on it. So I want to go ahead and run with it a little bit. What you guys are doing next. So what's next for, for Hoop Dirt or, or what's, what are you working on now? Or what are you looking forward to? Or what's kind of where it goes? Cause most people probably think like, okay, I just go there. I get my information. I leave. Like they just kind of know it as some things you just, you know, it as consistent, you know, it as a staple, but you almost don't think, that it's going to change. Like, oh, it's going to continue to evolve too. So what are some of the things that you want to talk about? You don't have to share everything. You don't have to give us all the dirt, but (laughs) whatever you want to share. Yeah, no, I mean, I I think, you know, you just, you hit on it right there is, is, you know, 
stuff stuff evolves, stuff changes. And and I, I think the the one thing we we don't want to be we don't want to be stagnant. You know, it, it, you know what it's like. There's not there's there's not other websites out there that kind of cover coaching changes like we do division one, two, three, NAIA junior college, but we don't want to be stagnant. You know, someone else will come up eventually. Um, and that's fine, but we, we want to kind of keep going and keep growing. And, and I just think with the way technology is the, these days, and you know, especially because of this pandemic, like everybody knows how to use zoom. Now everybody knows how to do these things. Um, you know, podcasts are getting bigger. I, I think we really have to, to follow the trend here a little bit and, and move in that direction. Um, so, yeah, like I said, I, I think we're going to do a lot more, um, whether it's live or pre-recorded stuff. Um, you know, we are, we're definitely thinking about starting a podcast of our own, um, and just, you know, growing that way, you know, not abandoning the website by any means, you know, everything will still be on the website and the right. jobs and the news and everything will be on there. But I just think, you know, following what, what a lot of other others are doing, um, you know, I think we, we still have to still have to work on our social media and get it better. Like I said, we have a lot of Twitter followers, but we're not doing it the right way. We have a, we have a, you know, we're growing on Instagram, um, Facebook. We just, we have to do them better. Um, so I, I think kind of improving those things as well will be big for us. Um, but like I said, I, I think it's one of the, the, the things now that I'm, you know, out of coaching and people know who I am, it's much easier to, to hop on something, you know, hop on something like this or a podcast, you know, do something live. Just it, it's, you know, it's a lot easier for me to do it now. And sure. um, it's something I like to do and something that hopefully, you know, I think people will appreciate, um, you know, if, if, if we're able to do it. And, I, and we are, like I said, we're headed that way. I just, I, I don't know, you know, when, um, but it's coming and, and, and sooner rather than later. So. So I love that you have your own space, right? So you could, you, people could say like, well, well, what is he? Well, he's the dirt king, obviously, but <laughs> what, 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 what is, what is his role? What category you put him in? People always want to kind of put you in boxes and I, yeah. I'm in that space now too. And I'm like, I don't necessarily need a box. Like I'm, I'm me and I like to do this. I like to do a little bit of that. And, and just kind of uh, finding our own way of just covering things we want to cover, communicating in ways we want to communicate, showing love, whatever we want to show love. And obviously as former coaches, you kind of, you're kind of used to wearing a lot of different hats anyway, right? We're all used to being a recruiter, a X and O practice coach, a, somewhat babysitter a counselor uh you know you're used to juggling all these you're scouting you're, you got to coach your position um you know you're doing film breakdown so we always you, we're used to wearing these different hats um do you consider yourself a member of the media are you do you look at yourself in that way and I, and I listen to you when you talk about a podcast and you say three million people view your your page and just knowing your popularity like everyone's going to be running in a line to get on that podcast for their own personal reasons. So how do you kind of like, what's the approach? Do you do people that aren't coaches? Do you do coaches? Do you do a little bit of everything? And I'm, I'm, I may be making you exposed too much, but I'm just curious uh, what kind of a lane do you put yourself in? And then how do you see the podcast kind of evolving? That's a, that's a great question. It's something to be honest that, that I'm asked a lot and I actually think about a lot. Like I, 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 don't consider myself like a media guy without a doubt, because I've always been on the other side of it. You know, I've always been on the coaching side. So I've always considered myself a basketball coach. And to be honest, that's, that's who I kind of still think of myself as, you know, I'm a basketball coach who's kind of dabbling in this stuff, but, you know, being a realist, you know, as, as we get bigger and as we grow, 
and as you know some of these media opportunities grow like i i do kind of you know have to make that shift a little bit um you know I, i've gone to a couple of events over the last couple of years and uh, you know some of our sponsors have had me you know tweet and do some live stuff from from you know some some tournaments here and there and you know you put that media badge on over and you know it's it's a different feeling you know so it, you know it's not a bad thing at all by any means but it's just it's it's a much different it's a much different thing um so yeah i mean i like i said kind of like you i don't know if i necessarily put myself on a box i mean i, I think you know i i like the, the the media side of it um i'm starting to understand it more um but but you know you know deep down I'm, I'm still a coach and that's what I consider myself. Right. Um, but to be honest, and, that, and that's where I think we get a good, um, hopefully have a good reputation is that, you know, I've been there, I've done that. Like you said, I, you know, I've, I've, I've been in that seat. I, I've been a head coach. I've been a division one assistant. I've been where guys are. So I'm not coming at it as a, you know, from someone who went to school to be a writer and, and, and right. you know, can write well you know i don't know if i write well or not i put words on paper i don't know you know i just right. I, you right. can you can read what i write it's pretty basic you know i'm not right you know, i'm not a word wizard here but um so yeah i'm a coach who's who's dabbling it'll probably you know maybe you know maybe 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 get better at it um you know but but as far as the podcast and whatever else we do you know that that's a good question i, I think we're still trying to figure out like what ex- what exactly is it you know what, what are we trying to do are we trying to bring people on that, that will help coaches. Are we bringing, you know, ADs on who talk about the interview process? Are we bringing entertainers? Like, I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do. Um, but, but we, we, there's a lot of good ideas and a lot of good things out there that, right. that I think we want to try. Um, so we'll see. I mean, I, I think, like I said, sooner rather than later, you'll see us launching some stuff. Yeah. Um, but we'll, um, we'll see. Yeah, like most things. I mean, it'll evolve. I'm sure you probably didn't know you'd be doing things the way you're doing it now. And I think the, you know, for me, as I transition to this space, I, I just think it's limitless, you know, as far as uh, the things that you can do. And I'm a I'm a family guy. I know you mentioned early on off air kind of how you transitioned to this space with, with, with your uh, family and what made you kind of make some of those decisions. And, you know, it, it definitely makes it where um, you get to be your own head coach in a sense. You're not coaching the team. But a good friend of mine talks about it all the time. You, you can serve purpose in a lot of ways. And in this space, the amount of reach that you can have, uh, especially with what you're doing. I mean, I'm not by no means. Am I, it's not a compare and contrast conversation, but uh, out of respect to you. I mean, three million views, of, uh, page views a month is an enormous amount of basketball influence, right? Social influence. So I think the influencer space, whether you want to know that or not, that's the space you're in. Uh, if there had to be a category. And then, you know, I think I'm similar to you. Like, obviously, I've been blessed to kind of link up with rising coaches, and that's mm-hmm. one area where I believe in helping coaches. I'm part of this Diversity, Equity, Inclusion Alliance, and we have some exciting things coming out soon. By the time this is released, it'll probably already be out. But um, excited about being to help coaches, too, and help people develop. But then also just, you know, like this conversation. I mean, I don't know how many people will watch or view or whatever, but – I just know more people need to know more of your story, in my opinion, and it deserves to be told so people can understand uh, where you come from and what you do. So I just think there's a lot of power in this space. So for you, um, I think almost like, I don't know, I'm learning more and more. I haven't really followed the whole Joe Rogan thing, but I'm just now kind of getting into the groove of now that I'm in this space more and, and, and learning, well, who are the guys that are really good in this space? And 
I mean, it's kind of a limitless amount of people he has on from any genre, anywhere. And I think anyone knows if you have the opportunity to come on there, that's a great honor. Like it's almost like Oprah Winfrey back in the day. <laughs> it's different. You're not jumping on couches, but uh, uh, in a sense of because you know what that does because of her following, just like you know what that does because Joe, Joe Rogan, I think, has 10 million or something crazy uh, subscribers. Uh, I think I was just looking. I don't even. I don't. I haven't watched a lot of episodes. I watched a couple, but I was just kind of scrolling through, and he had one episode recently that had 17 million views. You know, so like you're not that far Pretty off. Pretty good. <laughs> you're not that far off from that from your monthly uh, view. Yeah. So, so the people you would have on, I know you know this already, but there's so much uh, responsibility on your end, which I know you'll do great with. But people will be flocking to get on it because it's like, well, this is a stage that is like almost no other. So, uh, definitely a cool space that, that that you're jumping into. I love that you said that. I love that you're doing that. What's some of the other things that that you are? Um, that you would share about like what you do or how can I say this? Just what you do, like how, how you go about trying to help coaches. I think that part needs to be heard or, or deserves to be heard because again, people probably would take it as, Oh, he's, he's just saying that to sound good. Right. He's just saying that for the PR of it. Like he's not really trying to help, help uh, coaches, but obviously you're posting jobs that are open. You're, you're sharing information uh, and people probably again, wouldn't know, that you're willing to hold information or communicate or do things in a certain way, they may look at you as uh, an accelerated part of the media. So how would you kind of, if you had to say, just explain that? Yeah, no, it's, it's a great point. And, and you know what? I think it goes back to what you said earlier, like the first time you and I connected, yep. right? And I think I might've reached out to you. You did. You, you did. Know, I, said, I, you know, I find guys numbers. I'll be able to reach out to guys. Right. Um, but but I I want guys to know that that I am sincere, and, and you know, like I said, so all of the rumors, all the dirt that we put up is is double and triple checked, and I'll say that all the time. It's always confirmed. So I heard you were on the move to Fresno State, right? I didn't put it up there. I reached out to you first to confirm it. You did, you know, and 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 you said, yep. But can you hold it because of blah blah? No problem. I yeah. got you. Cool. And look, you know what? I think we've had a pretty good relationship over the last couple of years. Yeah. You know what? You know I know we've talked a lot, and that's cool. And but that's that's what I want. You know, I, I want guys to feel comfortable telling me stuff um, because I think I can help them. Yeah. And, and, I, and I say that in all honesty. Like, and I tell guys this a lot. Like, like I can't, I'm not going to get you a job, you know, but I can kind of lead you in the right direction. If you need a phone number, I probably have it for you. Right. Um, and, and like you said, you know, with the website itself, because we do post the jobs and the news, like there's a lot of good information up there. Right. Uh, but people also have to understand how to read, how to read the website. And right. you mentioned it earlier, like if a job pops up there on, on our job section, it's probably already gone. But right. cool, you know what? Not a problem. Because then you got to learn how to read it. You know, if there's the director of basketball operations at a mid-major somewhere, you got to figure out, okay, well, hold on. Who's the GA or who, who just got that job? Exactly. Right? Who, who got that job? Then what's next? Yep. You know, what's the next domino to fall? So you got to kind of work backwards from what you see on the website. Then yep. that's where, like, if people are savvy enough to read – read it that way. That's, you know, I, and people say all the time, oh, I, I, every, every job that comes up, I apply for and I can't get anything. What am I doing wrong? Well, hold on. Well, that's what you're doing wrong. Stop, right. stop spinning your wheels and applying for everything. And, and to be honest, I mean, there are a lot of jobs that, that we, that we put up there that, you know, some of the division three assistant stuff, division three head coach stuff, um, that they really are looking for guys. And, and guys will ask me, all, guys will text me a lot too and say, is, is this job legit? Should I apply? I say, yep, yeah, absolutely apply. It's legit. I promise. Um, 
so there's there's some of that but but in reality um i'll have a lot of guys you know they, they'll call and ask like what's 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 you know who, who's got right, i saw you just posted some some right. dbo job who's getting it in in you know what's opening Right. Um, and that's the stuff, like I said, you know, I'm accessible and I'm not, you know, I'm not just saying that email me, text me, call me, DM me, you know, whatever. I'm going to respond to you. Right. Um, and, and, you know, and like I said, part of it is, or a lot of it is because I enjoy it. I enjoy talking to coaches. I enjoy meeting new people. Yeah. Um, and, and so I've been in this business since I was an 18 year old kid. This is all I know. Like college basketball is my, it's my world. You yeah. know, this is, this is my game. Like I want to make sure it's, yeah, I want to make sure that that it's, you know, kind of done the right way, and and, and guys are able to 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 have some good information, and, and and if I'm able, listen, if I'm able to help, that's great, and 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 that's that's what I want. Um, yeah, it's, so that's, it's information business, right? So the fact that you're an information source and such an information source um, is is a great thing to know and for people to know, like easier to help because it's also intimidating. Let's call it what it is. It's intimidating to think like. Oh, I can't reach out to him. He don't want to talk to me or yeah. I can't reach out to him. He, he may, he may, I may say something to him wrong and then it'll end up on hoop dirt and then people will know, you know, like, yeah. it's intimidating for a lot of people, right? Yeah. So it's good to, to be able to kind of clear the air and say, Hey, I'm here to help. I'm accessible. Reach out to me. Yeah. I can't necessarily get you a job, uh, but I can at least give you some of the information that, uh, that's out there. What's what, do you have any funny stories? I know I'm kind of getting off track, but, Funny stories, and I would imagine there's almost some people that maybe want to get their name, and, and this may be along with the funny stories. There's a lot of people that probably want to get their name on hoop dirt. So if they get their name on hoop dirt, it looks like there's some breadcrumbs that they're leading somewhere where maybe they're not, but it creates a buzz. Like, oh, he's involved with this job. So I don't know if there's like a, a code or like guys trying to put pressure on you, but I th- there's got to be a, 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 a section of the population that is trying to get on your site for those reasons, right? Yes. <laughs> unfortunately, you know, and I say unfortunately, you know, I, I, like, I get it. I understand it. Um, but there, and I think that's part of, of my job is kind of doing the research and doing the work right. where, yeah, guys, a lot of, yeah, guys want their name on there. Um, sure. you know, especially, you know, they think that, you know, someone might be moving, you know, I don't know for whatever reason, guys want their name on there. Right. And, um, so I do get it a lot. Um, sometimes I get, you know, anonymous submissions, but I know who's sending them. Uh, you know, I, I, like I said, but I do double and check, triple check everything. Um, so I, you know, we're, we're really careful with that stuff. Like a lot of that stuff I will not put up. Right. Um, you know, one thing that, that, that happens quite a bit. Um, so as I've kind of grown in this business and in this world, you know, my, my connections have moved from, from, coaches to now coaches and agents and search firms. Right. So I talk to a lot of those people. Right. So the one thing that I have to be careful with, which does happen sometimes, like sometimes agents will float a guy, you know, Hey, you know, my guy's involved here. And I'm like, no, he's not. <laughs> I, yeah. I know he's not, but they want, you know, but, but a lot of times, you know, like, you know, if someone's representing a high major assistant and they want his name mentioned with a, you know, division one head coaching job. Right. Sometimes they'll float me his name. Hey, my guys, my guys, you know, involved, you can mention that. I'm like, uh, you know, it, it's a tough one. It's a tough situation because, you know, a lot of those guys I deal with on the back end and, um, you, yeah, it, it's, it's tough to kind of balance what, right. what's, what's real and what's not and what you should put up and what you shouldn't. Right. Um, you know, and on the flip side of that though, you know, I talk to a lot of guys who I know are involved 
um, with jobs. And sometimes they'll say, no, please don't mention me. Like I haven't told my boss yet. Um, and, and to be honest, like my things, I don't necessarily worry too much about the assistant coaches because every assistant coach in America should be chasing a job and their their boss should know that. But what what I really get protective of, and if you read the dirt, um, you know, I'll list, Hey, these are the four finalists for, for whatever job, you know, assistant, assistant, you know, I'll list the names and then I'll say, you know, and a current division two head coach. Yep. You do do that a lot. And, And you'll say even maybe like a conference or what level or what, Right. Exactly. Exactly. You know, I'll give a little bit of a breadcrumb, right. but I don't want to say it because, you know, it's a lot harder as a head coach. It's a lot harder because you, you, you got a, a team and an AD that you're responsible to. And, you know, you're, you're the head coach um, right. with the, like I said, with an assistant, like every assistant should be looking to become a head coach. And, and if you're mentioning, you know, as a finals for head coaching job, like your current head coach should be happy because he should want you to move to that job. Should, should, should be. <laughs> um, but again, that's so, you know, like I said, some guys definitely want their name floated with stuff, but some guys definitely don't. And that's kind of like the balance. And that's why, like, you know, I will always, I'll always reach out to guys, and, um, you know, sometimes not necessarily right to the guy, but enough guys around them where I can confirm stuff and make sure stuff is good. And, um, yeah, I mean, I just, I just want to make sure that our stuff is, is legit. Right. Right. No, I, I love it. I respect it, man. I, I think again, like, and everything doesn't have to be accurate on your page it's not it's not a fact site right it's a but you do double triple check with those people to try to make sure and as best you can you try to give the the legitimate information but if something is is off or not accurate it's also part of our business because it is a lot of rumors there is a lot of talk of and sometimes a guy may be think he's involved and he's not as involved as he is and some guys some guys may not be involved yet and then they Involved. So that all kind of is fluid anyway. So the fact that uh, the fact that you're doing it the way you're doing it again, uh, most people probably wouldn't assume that they just yeah. think oh, this guy's just doing it. But it kind of just becomes such a drug. People want another hit. So it's like, I got to go find out what the dirt is. Yeah, no. And, and it's funny, but you're right. The night I do hear that from from. You know, occasionally some some guys you'll you'll have some detractors here and there, and guys will, will tell me, "Oh, you're just putting stuff up and hope it sticks." No, I'm really not. I promise, I'm not. Like, you know, if, if I, you know, hey, if we get something that's not quite accurate, but I thought it was, hey, my bad, I kicked something, but I'm not. You know, I won't just throw names out because I think those are good names, and this is probably right. no. Like, this is stuff that we're we're really working hard to, we're really really working hard to make sure we have the most factual, you know, information that we can. That's all. Um, what would you say from the pandemic? What would you say is kind of something that you maybe took away or, or learned or noticed or just like personally or professionally, either one, because obviously it, it shook all of us in a different way. And even for you being in the space you're in, people were probably even more addicted to the site because <laughs> there's nothing else going on. Like, okay, what, what can I find out? So personally, professionally, anything that you feel like the pandemic kind of opened your eyes to, you know what a lot. And I'm su- surprised. So, First of all, it's opened my eyes to like this, this world here. Right. Like, right. It, it, last March, I, I didn't know what a Zoom meeting was. I, I had no idea. I remember my first Zoom meeting. I was like shocked. Like, wow, this is this is nuts. But like everybody, you know what? You know, I have done more, you know, podcasts that are recorded like this, more Zoom stuff, more live. You know, I, I've been in things where, where, you know, we hosted like 100 coaches and talked about stuff. Like, so all the kind of that, that new, and I sound like an old guy when I say technology, I'm like, I don't know if technology is the word or not, but like all this stuff, like it's new to me, but you know what? It's, it's going to be the future. Like this is, this is not going to stop. You know, when this pandemic ends and knock on wood, this bad boy will wrap up soon at some point, right? I'm with you. But you know, like this stuff's not, not ending. 
you know, the, the technology, the Zoom, the, you know, we're going to have more, more meetings in this format. Like we're going to do all this stuff. So, um, so that's what this, this it's really opened my eyes to, to the new world here. Um, but also, and I think, you know, one of the, the interesting things for me, at least, I think when all this hit and, and the, the college coaching carousel really came to a halt last off season. And, yep. and to be honest, I mean, that's our bread and butter, right? Like yep. we, we, you know, Hey, listen, I've said it a hundred times. I like to help coaches. Right. But I also like to get paid. You know, right. this is like, we need to get paid to keep this thing going. Right. So that's, you know, that's where we make our money is, is during that time. And we, you know, through advertising, through Google ads, through all, all these things. And this thing came to a, to a halt. And I'm like, Oh my God, like we're, we're going to go under, like, how are we going to do this? But I will tell you because of all this, you know, because of, of these zoom meetings and the zoom clinics, like this has been like just an added source of revenue for us. Um, so we're actually not going to lose money this year. Amazingly, like this carousel came to a screeching halt, but we're still in a good position because of so many online coaching clinics that will, will pay to have their stuff on our, on our site. Um, so all this online stuff, um, has really, really, really been good for us. Um, so I, I think that's a little bit different too. You know, for for example, you know, during a regular year, September, October, November, you know, we'll advertise coaches clinics on the website. No problem. We make some money. Great. Right. But this year with all the online stuff from, it really started like April and May from April and May. And, and even, you know, this past weekend, there was a huge one in New Jersey, a three day thing. Like we're, we're able to at least, um, be able to keep this thing going because of that. Right. So I, I think because of the pandemic, we've, we, we've learned some of these new new uh, avenues to generate a little revenue. Um, and, and and like I said, I mean, we do, you know, it, it's still a business. You know, we still have bills to pay. Right. We, we, we've got attorneys. We've got tax guys. We've got a website to, to maintain. So we, we still need to, to generate some income here. So um, so we, we've learned a lot and uh, I'll, I'll still be happy as heck when this is over and we can get back. And, um, and you know, and I don't know what, to be honest, I don't know what next offseason will bring. I really don't because um, – there's, you know, I'm sure that the high majors are going to play and the mid majors are going to try and play. Yep. Um, but there's not going to be a lot of movement at the small college level because they're not going to play. Yep. So, you know, I think we're going to look at another really quiet, quiet uh, March, April, May, June, July coming up. But who knows? Maybe it changes. But that's just kind of where we're, we're thinking. Right yeah, now. You, you alluded to a few things I was going to ask you about, too. So, uh, one, what's an offseason like for you? Uh, and mm-hmm. this one was different. But what's an offseason like for you? And then what do you see? in the season. So many people have kind of, it, it, it's gone two ways. One way it was last year when there was no tournament, it was almost like, Oh, next year is going to be a big job. You're yeah, double yeah. the jobs. You no, know, I think there's an average of 56 head division one coaches jobs a year. Got it. You, you got it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I've been doing my, I've been doing a little, <laughs> I think this year was less than half that. If I'm not 23, mistaken. 23 was the number. What I thought. So three times two, less than half. All right, just make yeah, sure. you got it. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> um, so I say that to say people think in their minds like, okay, next season's gonna be even bigger. Well then here recently there's been this wave of almost like there's not gonna be there's almost like everyone's getting a pass, right? There's just there's just understanding and there's kind of conversation. Mm-hmm. Unless you're in a contract year and maybe a school just decides not to bring you back, or unless you're in a unfortunate uh, situation where you get let go, like some of the recent ones we've seen, uh, that they're not going to be as much dominoes. So kind of what's your thoughts on that part of it? And then what's a typical offseason like for you? Yeah. So I, I think you hit the, the nail right on the head there. I, I think we are headed for another kind of 
quieter offseason. I think it'll be a little bit busier because, like I said, I think the high majors and, and, and probably most of the mid majors will play. Um, and, and, you know, to, you know, I don't have to tell you, I mean, a lot of guys' jobs got saved this offseason. They really did when this pandemic hit because ADs didn't want to do searches. They didn't want to fly guys in. And, and I'm, I won't say who, but there was a lot of guys, especially guys up in this area, right. whose jobs got saved by this thing. So those guys will not get saved again. Right. Because they're going to play some games, and right. they're they're not they're not going to get saved. Right. Um, but you know what the the division threes like you know and you said I'm a Boston guy I'm up here in Boston. Right. Um, the yeah. division threes in New England, there's a ton of them, and those things open up every year, and and, and you know those are great jobs. A lot of them. Yeah. There's not going to be a lot that open up because right now there's not many leagues that that are going to play up here. I mean, I'd be surprised if there's more than a handful of division three schools that play up here. So, you know, the threes won't open up here. Um, you know, the twos, if they play, maybe. So it's it's going to be a, a lot quieter um, offseason, you know, w- with the exception. But, uh, you know, like I said, I think it will – it'll it'll definitely be busier where, where some guys will make up for, for, for not making a move last year. Um, but, yeah, like you said, that that's – the, the offseason um, is our busy time. I mean, that that's when it's nuts. Like, you know, literally – and I, there's always kind of that moment towards the end of February. Like, there's always that first day. Where right. my phone just doesn't stop, and I'm and I always tweet that day like, okay, here, here we, we go. go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. So, so during, you know, during the college basketball season, um, if you read hoop dirt, yeah, we've got some jobs sometimes, some news here and there, and and really we've got our coach of the week program, which is big. Um, so that's kind of the stuff we're focused on. Um, but it really kicks in the high gear in February when when teams you know start losing, when contracts start ending. Um, so really from the end of February through really like August, it's, it's nuts. I mean, it, it is, it is mayhem all the time, just trying to keep track of everything. Then, like I said, I think one of the things that, that hoopter.com does better than anybody is it's not just division one, you know, we division two, three, NAIA, junior college, we're going to cover them all the same. I love, so if, I love that part, but I think that's one of the best parts about, and part of the part where you get legitimate, even more traffic and you get a centralized place where not only is the information posted, but division three guys, NAI guys get celebrated. Like, you know, let's be honest, those levels, you've been at that level. I played and coached at that level too. I mean, those levels don't always get celebrated. Junior college, all, all that, you know? So the fact that they can actually get some recognition and information on your site, uh, tremendous to, to talk a little bit about, the coach of the week program. I, I, I love that. I think if I'm not mistaken, I think my younger brother got a coach of the week last year uh, at Texas A&M Commerce. He's on the women's side. Do you guys do women's? Yeah, side? he did. Yeah. Yeah. On the women's side, he did. Uh, I didn't realize that was your brother. Wow. Yeah. Congrats. <laughs> uh, I think he was like 26 and 0 to start the year. Yep. 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 Really had a great season. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. So, big deal. So tell, tell yeah. us a little bit about the, the program and what made you do it. Yeah. So I, I think, well, I mean, like I said, we, we, we still need to make money to keep this thing going. So what it, it did was is a way for us to uh, in our you know quiet season during the college basketball season, it gives us a way to, to generate some revenue to have content on the site, but then goes back to our original mission. We're trying to help coaches. So we recognize a coach uh, on the men's side and the women's side uh, at every level each week, division one, two, three, NAIA junior college. We pick a coach of the week. Um, you know, we do a lot of research on it. Um, you know, we publish it. 
we, we get a lot of good press out of it. A lot of the, the schools will pick it up on their website. A lot of the local papers will pick it up. Um, so that's been a really big thing for us. Um, and then, then selfishly for me, like I said, I have four kids. My oldest is now a sophomore at Boston College. It's a communications major. Kind of wants to get into this somehow, some way, this sports, this wacky sports world. So I'm able to, you know, he, he he's our intern and we're able to pay him. That's all. He actually, yeah, he writes our coach of the week program for the last three years. He, he does uh, the, the men's side and the women's side. Um, he, he works his ass off, you know, really starting Saturday, Sunday of every week, trying to figure out, you know, who, who should we accept nominations. But, you know, the nominations are fine. We'd like to see them. But we really kind of do the work and, and, and dig around to see who we think are the the best coaches at each level for each week. So, um, like I said, it's been, it's been a good good way for us to get our name out there and, and really get coaches' names out there. And what I love to see now too is you know when I read a coach's bio and he'll say, "Yep, he was the you know coach of the week in you know December of 2018." Blah blah blah. You know, so so that's the stuff that that, that I appreciate that that we're getting recognized a little bit for for being a little legitimate source for that. Um, and, and you know what we do with the coach of the week. We usually do it for 16 weeks, and it'll be a little bit different this year because not every level is playing. But yeah. um, if you win one of our Coach of the Week awards, you qualify for our National Coach of the Year at the end of the year. We award a National Coach of the Year at each level um, from one of the 16 weekly winners. So it's been a pretty good program for us. We've gotten a lot of a lot of good press out of it. Um, it gives us good content during the season, and I enjoy it because again, it's another way to, to interact with coaches. It's another way to get their names out there. Um, and, you know, like I said, selfishly, it's a way for me to, to get my son involved and he's really good at it and I, and I appreciate him doing it. So Right, right. No, I love it. I, I've uh, You sparked a lot of ideas for me, even in getting into this space, just because I do think there's an underappreciation for some of the levels and then just acknowledging people. Um, there's just so many. Number one, it's really hard. Let's just call that what it is. This profession is really hard. It is. And to win one single game, People don't know how hard that is and how much goes into one game. And your whole job and your whole livelihood is, is revolved around kind of these 30 dates, these 30 games where you have to perform at your highest level and you have to get your players to perform at their highest level. So That's right. to actually take the time out, and there's so many guys that don't get acknowledged, you know, and so many guys that don't get recognized. So uh, I've been a big fan of that, and it, it's – is, is one of many things that sparked ideas. So don't don't, don't get frustrated if you see see some cool uh, copycat stuff going, but um, not on the same level. But I just I do think there's a lot more people that need and and should get some recognition for mm-hmm. some of the things that they're doing. Um, so yeah. I, you touched on a few things that I also want to talk about Boston College. So so tell us kind of your back. You you Boston College grad, correct yourself? Yep. Absolutely. So, so tell us the BC connection and. Uh, um, you, you talk about family, you mentioned your four uh, kids, talk a little bit about family. Cause again, people probably don't think like, ah, oh, he's just a guy who just sitting around just all day long. You know, they don't, they don't know the other side. So if you don't mind, share that a little bit of that, that'd be awesome. Yeah, no, you know what? And I think that's, you know, you know, my family is the most important thing to me. Um, and I think that was one of the hardest things coaching is that, and you know what it's like, you're not around a lot. Um, you know, so I never really got to coach you know, I didn't get to coach a lot of their teams. You know, I missed a lot. I mean, it was nice to have them at time, you know, when they were able to, to, to be with me on road trips or a practice. That was great. But I missed a lot of what they did. So I think the, the, the best thing for the best thing that I did when I got out of coaching is that I was here for them. Um, you know, I was able to coach basketball teams. I was able to coach their teams. Um, I was able to coach their baseball teams. And, you know, now that my kids are a little older, um, you know, they range in age from 19 to 10. Um, 
you know, my, my first year out of coaching was my son, my oldest son's freshman year in high school. I, I made every one of his high school basketball games um, for four years. And, you know, if I was coaching, I never could have done that. You know, my, my next son is a senior in high school. I've seen every one of his high school baseball games. Uh, my daughter is a sophomore in high school. I watched her play every freshman basketball game last year, you know? Yeah. And then, and then my 10 year old, you know, I coach him in basketball and baseball. So that's, to me, that's the important stuff. Like I am able to now, you know, coach them and watch them play. And, you know, if I, if I was still coaching, I said, especially, you know, with, with, you know, our kids having played and currently playing high school sports, I never would have seen them play. And to me, um, you know, there is nothing I enjoy more then, you know, I, I'll go up in the top row of the bleachers and sit by myself, but there's nothing I enjoy more than watching them play. Um, so that, that's, you know, that, that's, what's important to me is my family. And yeah, like I said, you know, I'm a Boston college grad. My wife's a Boston college grad. We're really proud that our, that our oldest son's there. Um, so it's, you know, it, it's been a really special place for us. And like I said, I, I was, you know, able to be a part of the, the, the basketball program there, you know, a long time ago when Jim O'Brien was the head coach and he's been a really good mentor to me along the way. And, um, you know, I've had some really special times I, when I was the head coach at, at Suffolk university, division three school, yeah. um, coach O'Brien had, you know, after he left Ohio, uh, Boston college, he became the head coach at Ohio state, took him to a final four and got out of it for a little bit. He actually came back as a division three head coach at Emerson college in Boston for a little bit. Um, and the, the cool thing for me is, you know, here's a guy who, who was an idol and a mentor of mine that I've known for a long time. Well, now we were coaching against each other, you know, so I was, we played each other, I think four or five times, um, which was really special for me. And, and it wasn't until the very last time that we played him, um, his last year at Emerson that we beat him. So that's something that I'll always remember, you know, was being able to beat, to, to beat coach O'Brien and, and, you know, just the, the, how, how gracious he was after the game and, uh, you know, so it just kind of goes back to, you know, Boston College being just a special place for me and my family and, um, you know, to be able to share some of those moments. You know, I think my kids were on the bench for that game. And, you know, so that, that's the good stuff. And, that's you know, um, yeah, so that's, you know, you know, family is obviously really, really big for me. And yeah. Yeah, I appreciate you sharing that. I, I'm uh, the, the more I listen to you talk and I get to know you, the more I realize, like, there's a reason probably why we've communicated as much as we have and how much appreciation I have for you, because I'm not that much different as far as what values really mean the most and it doesn't mean that college basketball coaches don't value their families that's not the case at all um but I think when you can make those hard decisions to make a pivot uh and really put your family first and then celebrate like you just did being in every game you have the stats like if you have the stats <laughs> analytics of you and your own kids that means you really yeah, care. Yeah. you know what I mean that means it really matters to you and I'm my kids are so I have two daughters and one on the way so, wow congrats yeah, yeah, February. So it's exciting. Um, awesome. My wife's a uh, she's a volleyball coach, a Division two, two different Division two head coaches. Uh, she played at Colgate. She played softball and volleyball, so she broke records in both. She's she's the real athlete in the family. <laughs> and it's like, hey, you're like your mom. It's all right. I don't mind. I don't mind. I know my place. Um, but uh, I say that to say, like, you know, we we lived in seven places in our first three years of marriage combined. She's coaching. I'm coaching. She stops coaching. She's running the club. She comes where I am. Then we get another job, get promoted, celebrate. But now we're apart again. Then we're there. And then it's like, well, then then the spiral happens. Then you lose a job. Now you're getting another job. Now you're long distance again. Now you're so it's it's been a uh, it, it can be a whirlwind. And it's not necessarily the reason why I'm transitioning space. But it it did make me step back. The pandemic for me made me step back and say, OK, what is most important? And how? What's the end game? Because if you keep 
putting yourself back in this hamster wheel. And, and again, when you're, I believe this, if you're in college basketball and you're with the right people at the right place, things can be phenomenal. It's a phenomenal profession. It's a great place to work. It, it, it can be magical, but it's almost like marriage. If it's not right and you're not with the right people, then you're going to want to get a divorce. You're going to want to do something else. And um, yeah, so I say all that to say, I, I appreciate you sharing that part of it because I think it's a, it takes some bold and courageous conviction to really decide you're going to do it. You were a head coach too. Yeah. you know. And, and again, I have these conversations with my brother and, and he's got the family balance. So he's in that space where it's like, everything is kind of right. He's built it. It was hard, but he's an all time winning his coach where he is. He's an hour away from Dallas, which is where home is for us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, his wife and everybody's got a, a, their niche there. So it's just when you start climbing and moving over the span of a career. Again, you said 20 years for you. I said 15 or so, 17 for me. Like that's when you kind of notice and it's like, OK, what's the next 15 years look like? So I, I respect it and love that so much. So as, as we kind of wrap up, we like to always ask and, and talk about everyone's writing their story, right? And you're telling your story and you're writing it. What's the legacy that you want for people to say about you? Obviously you've touched on fatherhood, family matters, helping people. Um, innovation is obviously clearly there. You're, you have a gift for connection. You have a gift for being able to uh, be sincere and get information. Your work ethic speaks for itself for you to build what you've built. So what's the thing that you'd say you want people to remember you as what's important in your legacy as you kind of, uh, transition, you know, as to doing more stuff, but like keep in mind. Yeah. Oh man, that see that that's a, that's a tough one, <laughs> and I knew it was coming too, and that's still a tough one. Um, no, you know what? I, I I think the biggest thing for me is is I want I want people to know that 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 I'm sincere and I care. Um, you know, college basketball has been very special to me, very important to me. It's it's what I've done my whole life. Um, you know, I care I care about the game. I care about the people in it. And, you know, I just, I, I want people to, I think my legacy, I don't know if I have a legacy or, or, or what, but just, you know, that, that I do this because I care, you know, I want to, I want to, like I said, I want to help coaches. I want to be here for my family. I just want to do the right thing. I want to help people. Um, and, and that's all, you know, like I'm not, I'm not a very complicated guy. I'm a pretty simple guy. Um, I want people to know that, you know, or I want people to say about me that, yep, I called him and he answered. I texted him and he texted back. Uh, yep, we talked. I have his number. That's all. Um, I'm just, you know, just, just, you know, your, your normal everyday grinder, just, just, just living life and enjoying it. And you know, if, if people can, you know, remember me for just, just being a really big advocate of, of college basketball, college basketball coaching, and and people doing it the right way, and um, you know, coaches being good fathers and, and taking care of their families, and then, then you know what? Then I'm happy. But you know. You know, as far as a legacy, I mean, hopefully, hopefully that's what people can remember me as. Yeah, big time. That's big time. I love that. Um, and it's kind of hard for all of us to think about a legacy, right? It's like, yeah. right, you know, we, we all have one. Whether we realize it or not, we're, we're all doing things that we're going to leave behind and leave that kind of trail um, and leave for your son. You know, he's already kind of taken on things from his dad. So I think that's awesome. Um, so I love to ask um, also if I had to – What's what's something that you would leave people with that's a misconception about hoop dirt or about yourself who runs hoop dirt that you would want to like just clear the air like hey this is the real like you may think this but it's really this 
I think just kind of going back to what we said before, like this is this is real stuff. This is not like I'm not some guy sitting behind a keyboard who's never been on a college basketball court in my life, just throwing stuff up there and hoping it sticks. Like, right. and that's the thing that 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 I you know I, I do want people to realize. Like this stuff, like we work, you know, I work hard to get this stuff, and I want to make sure the stuff is good. That's right. all. Like, you know, um, you know, I don't read message boards at all, but guys will send me some stuff sometimes. They'll be, oh, look, look at this message board's killing you. Well, that's fine. They could kill me, I guess. But like, I'm not, you know, I am not just putting stuff up. Just you're, to not put stuff up. you're not doing it. You're not doing it for the message board. I'm saying exactly right. I'm not that. You know, I'm not. I'm not doing it for the message board like that. So I, I kind of want to make sure people know. Like, yeah, we're doing. Like, this is the stuff that I know. You know, I'm chasing good stuff. We're putting good stuff up. Um, you know, the, the stuff is legit. And um, yeah, that's all. Like, I, you know, th- there's no there's no ill intention. Like, I don't want to be like this media superstar. I'm not trying to make a million bucks. We're just trying to help coaches. That's all. We're, 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 we're really simple what we're doing. Right. Right. I love it. I love it. All right. You got to tell us one funny story, either when you were coaching, right. Or yeah. since you've been doing the hoop door, you got to give us at least one funny one. Cause I know you got some, man, you know what? So, and I thought about this cause I knew this question was coming too. that, Man, I can't. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> you know, we, I, I tell you what, but most of my funny stories will come from the Final Four, and that's the best time. And you know what it's like out there hanging out with coaches yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. doing some stuff, and especially some Final Fours out in San Antonio. And I mean, there's just so, so much good stuff, so many funny stories that I share with coaches and, and hanging out. I, you know what, man? <laughs> you, you, They're probably you, believe me. you don't have to tell me the off the air ones. You can tell me that later. Yeah, I'll tell, I'll tell you those later. But no, they, you know what? They, I, I don't know if there's any good stories that people would really appreciate. You know, every, everything I do, I, everything I do is a good story. I, I think some of the some of the interesting stories, though, are, you know, and it, it is not great all the time. But there's times where I'll, I'll like, you know, when I confirmed with you whether you were moving or not. Right, right, sometimes right. I'll confirm with guys, hey, uh, I heard you're out at so-and-so. And they're like, wait, what? I am? Like, oh, it's happened like three or four times where I'll ask them first. And, you know, so that, that, that's usually not a good thing. Um, that actually happened twice this past year with, with actually two agents. So I, I said, Hey, your guy's out. And they're like, no, he's not. I'm like, Oh, might want to check. Um, so, so those are the stories sometimes like I, that, that stuff kind of, you know, not funny, but it's kind of funny where, right. where I'll right. tell right. guys. So even the other night when I posted, you know, some, it, heard a division three job open, blah, blah, blah. I had like three or four guys text me and say, uh, Hey, just a heads up. It's not me. Right. I said, no, 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 fella. It's not you guys. It's not you. It's not you. But so, I, I, you know, so there, there's stuff like that that'll That's happen. Good. But, um, That's good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting stuff. But <laughs> so, so you were a coach and now you've transitioned out and we'll end with this and, and I can relate. Right. Mm-hmm. So what is the advice? Cause your advice is not, I'm sure to, Hey man, don't do this profession. It's not any good. Cause it's great to you. Just like it was great to me. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody has their own, story that they're writing everybody has their own path but what is your true uh, advice for someone getting in the industry someone in the industry someone what, what would you tell them i know i'm giving you kind of the hard one off the off the off the off the grid i didn't really prepare you for that one but that's okay no no you're right though and, but it's a, it's a question that, that i get a lot and i talk to a lot of young guys about it like they you know and you know you've been through it i mean this this business is hard um guys guys will watch you watch ESPN and you see those high major guys, those high major head coaches and say, I want to be like them. That's such a small population of, of college basketball coaches. You know, guys, a lot of guys don't get to that level ever. Um, so you've really got to be, be prepared to like grind and grind and grind. Um, and I used to, even when I was a younger head coach, 
I'd have ADs tell me like, what are you doing? You're crazy. I mean, I got my first head coaching job when I was 26 and, and, you know, I'd have AD say, well, you're nuts. Like you're putting in all these hours for not a lot of money. You're, you're going to start a family. Why are you doing this? So I, I tell young coaches all the time, like, be prepared, be prepared, you know, to, to struggle, um, be prepared to work hard, be prepared to work ridiculous hours, be prepared to get fired, um, and be prepared to, to, you know, get out at a certain time. I think the one thing that, that, that frustrate, frustrates me the most and really disappoints me a lot is when I see, um, some of these coaches and a lot of coaches that I came up with still like trying to grind, taking like, you know, part-time, you know, division three assistant jobs for $3,500 a year. You kind of get to a certain point in your life where like you you tried it, you did it, but you really got to move on. Like, um, you know, I I was fortunate where, you know, I, I was, you know, I grinded for a long time and finally got to the point where I could make some money and support my family. But like, for a lot of guys that doesn't happen. And, and I always talk to guys about like having that exit plan. Like you can't, you know, there comes a time when, you know, you're 40 years old and you're making part-time money to be trans. Great. You might love it and maybe keep doing that, but work a full-time job as right. well and, and start a family because that's the stuff like you can't get that back. Right. You know, you can't get that time. Um, you can't get time with the kids back. You can't get that time starting a family back, you know? So like th- there's gotta be like it, the business is hard. You gotta be prepared for it. You gotta be prepared you know, to, to work hard, not get paid a lot. And, you know, hopefully it's going to work out. And, and, and listen, it does. I mean, listen, I, I mean, a lot of the guys that I came up with, the, the guys that I worked with, um, have, have really good jobs now. Um, you know, listen, when I was at Northeastern, uh, the staff that we had, how about, I mean, there was me, we had Pat Scary was on staff. Jay Young was on staff. You know, Jay's now the head coach of Fairfield was at Rutgers and Stony Brook. Uh, CY Charlton Young, he was on staff. He's at Florida State, big timer. Um, you know, and then Andre LaFleur was hanging out with us a ton. And Andre was, you know, at, at UConn and Providence and UNLV. Like, look at that. You know, so, you know, you can you can really do good things in this business, um, but it's really, really hard. And you have to be prepared at some point to say, like, I did it. I loved it. Right. But that's a wrap. Um, and that's, you know, and I, I do try to be as honest as I can with guys. Um, and I remember, so when I was at Boston college, uh, Paul Biancardi was one of our assistant coaches and coach Biancardi and I got to know each other really well, obviously. Um, and that's the one thing when I graduated, coach Biancardi really tried to help me along. And the one thing he, he said to me all the time, like, if you're going to start a family, what are you doing? You don't want to do this. I'm telling you, you don't want to do this. And I always said like, eh, I, I didn't believe him. But you know what? I, I do kind of believe them. Like, you know, right. it's, it's, it's a tough, it, we, we talked about it, it's a tough balance. So, um, you know, be prepared for a struggle, but also I think that that exit plan is huge. Like if you're not where you want to be when you're like 35, 40 years old, like you gotta, you gotta figure stuff out, man, because it's not going to get easier. It does not get easier. So. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Well said, well said, man. I, I could go all night, but I won't, I won't keep you, man. This has been awesome. I, I'm, I'm really, really uh, humbled that you would come on and had no hesitation, man. It was really cool to just, uh, in your own way, you have a celebrity, whether you know that or not. Um, and so just just to make yourself accessible, though, I thought was really cool. It's one thing to text back and have the communication that we built over uh, of you know my end of my career the last five years, but you know, to, to, to say I'm willing to come on a podcast and then we talk about some questions, you're open game to everything. You've just been so down to earth and awesome. And I think, again, this is 
this is great. Whatever you're going to do next, I'm sure is going to be great because people are going to get to know you more. Uh, and they may decide they do or don't like you, but who cares? <laughs> exactly. Hey, <laughs> doing it for the right reasons. Keep going. You have a story, and you you've walked it. So you're not somebody who I think if there's anything I, I can really relate to the family part and the fact that I've been in this these shoes. So I'm similar to you. Like I call when I mean, we just started doing a series of kind of. Um, you know, sports media where we're covering some different aspects of college basketball, high school, JUCO. And I pick up the phone and call guys like, Hey man, what's, what is really going on? I'm not, I'm trying to make sure you're getting, we're doing the right, this the right way as best we can. You know, we want to help coaches. We want to make sure we're advancing coaches. And it's not one of those things we're trying to break news to hurt anybody, you know, at at least, you know, and again, that's what you're talking about. And I appreciate it. And sometimes the truth is just the truth. And you have to talk about the truth, which may be hard, Mm-hmm. But that's not the intention is to go out there because there are a lot of guys that either haven't played or haven't coached and there's no knock to them. Mm-hmm. But there's a certain fraternity that you've been a part of. And so I, I respect that so much. I love I love what you're doing, man. I'm, I'm excited to continue to watch and get to know you even better, man. Thanks so much. I'll give you some closing words. And uh, yeah, you blessed us today, man. Yeah, no, listen, I, I really appreciate you having me on. It was great talking to you. And, and to be honest, like I'm excited seeing you do this. You know, you're, you're really good at this. Like, you got it, man. And, and, and I've been following you since you've started what you're doing here. And I think you're on a really, really good path. Um, you're doing some, some really good stuff, um, you know, especially with the diversity, uh, equity, inclusion yeah. stuff. I mean, it's, it's really, really important right now. Um, and I think you're a perfect person to be out there. Um, you know, so I'm excited to kind of watch you grow. And, yeah. and you know, continue our relationship. And hey, listen, maybe we'll start doing some of this stuff more in the future. Me and you, we could we could do something and kill it. So we'll, we'll figure up. some stuff out. <laughs> yeah, I'm all in, man. You heard it here first. Breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I appreciate it, man. I really appreciate you having me on. Yeah, thanks so much again, man. Enjoy that family and keep those analytics, man. I'm I'm sorry, you you said it <laughs> You got analytics. I'm 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 taking taking the family sports analytics, man. I'm taking that from you. I like it. I like it. Okay, thanks so much, man. All right.